This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call. Praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome to Bible Talk. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell here with you tonight, and uh, we are going to look at a subject. I'm not going to tell you yet. I'm going to pray first. But I'm just happy to be here tonight as this wonderful season as we focus on the birth of our Savior. Um, But before I say anything else, we're going to go before the God of Heaven, the Creator of the Universe, to bless our broadcast tonight. Heavenly Father, we come right now in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. Father, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving. We come into your courts with praise, and we're thankful unto you. Father, we're asking that you would have your way tonight in our broadcast. We pray for those that are listening. Father, those that are sick in body, those that have lost loved ones, Lord, that are grieving right now, that are preparing to uh, have a funeral service. We're asking, Father, that you administer to their hearts. Father, we also pray for those that have cancer, that are going through treatment on a daily basis. We ask, Lord, those that are discouraged and depressed and do rest at this time, and those that are going through this time of year, the first time without their loved ones, Lord, we're asking you to just wrap your arms around them and minister to them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and grant them the peace that only you can give, the peace that surpasses all understanding. So, Father, we're asking tonight for you to just be glorified. In Jesus' holy and matchless name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're going to talk tonight. Our lesson is going to be on peace. We're going to go to Colossians chapter 3. And let the peace of God rule in your heart. And at around this time of year, you know, everyone is in a hustle and a bustle and just constant going and you know, no peace. And then worrying about gifts for people that they really can't afford the gifts, but they want to, I don't know for what reason, uh, give something that they can't afford and all of that stuff. So tonight we're going to look at peace, and I'm going to look at um, Colossians chapter 3. Now we know that um, in Isaiah, Isaiah 9 and 6, it tells us a child is born, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince, the Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace, he rules the kingdom of peace. And so we're going to just look here tonight and just look at what that looked like to try to unpack what this peace looked like, the peace of God that rules in our heart. And so here... Um, in Colossians chapter 3.15, and I'm just going to read that and let you know what it says. Um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, 
to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. And this word for rule suggests it's a kind of like an umpire um, in a game, a judge, you know, that, that they judge and like, you know, that the contest and you have uh, a judge there and they kind of deciding, you know, what, what goes on. That's, that's a kind of um, uh, thing that the, uh, the Apostle Paul is f- focusing on here in this text. And so that the peace of God rule acts like an umpire or a judge in our lives. And so um, we're going to look at some of the word of God, other scriptures that support what um, this is saying. The peace of Christ, the biblical description of that. So you want peace. And so you need to know what it looks like. What does the peace of God look like? And so we're going to go, um, first of all, here to uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. And it talks about that it's not anxious about anything, but to trust God. So Philippians chapter 4. And so tonight, prepare to get your fingers walking. If you're driving then, um, you may want to refer to your Bible on the phone, you know, that you can, um, you know, kind of listen um, to on your Bible on the phone. (laughs) Don't be driving and trying to turn the pages. So Philippians chapter 4, and as we go there, we're going to just read what it says here in uh, Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 6. And I may, I may read more than 6. Um, yeah, we'll go with 6. It says here, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Again, you hear that? The peace of God. This is what the peace of God look like. The peace of God ruling in your heart. And so this is the way you, you get that in everything in prayer. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Make your requests known to God, and then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So we see here it is um, the peace of God that rules in our heart. It is a peace that is not anxious about anything, but trust God. That is awesome. So when we have a situation, you know, praying about everything, and that's the key. Go When you pray, you are inviting the God of heaven into your situation. You're asking him to come in. You pray about everything. That is a way that you can for sure have peace. When you submit whatever it is to the Lord. I personally have an impossible, well, many now, impossible in situation envelope. And no matter how big the situation or how small the situation I write it down on an index card. I put the date on it. I write down the situation. I write down my state of mind. And I drop it in the envelope. And it, it's therapeutical to me because that way it let me see that I gave it to the person who can handle the problem. The number to call here, 866-423-9578. And tonight we are dealing with the peace of God, according to Colossians 3.15, 
the peace of God that needs to rule in our heart. And as believers, you know, we are Christian. That is one of the fruit of the Spirit, peace. There's love, there's joy, there's peace, there's kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is one of the fruit of the Spirit. So the peace of God ruling in our heart. What does that look like? So we saw, first of all, the first one was, we went to Philippians 4, um, verses 6 and 7. That let us know that a, a, a heart that is ruled by God's peace is not anxious about anything. This heart trusts God. And we know the Bible tells us in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 as well. To trust in the Lord with all of our heart, not to lean on our own understanding, but in everything, and I mean everything, we acknowledge Him, and He will direct our path. When we acknowledge God, He directs our path. So this peace that we're talking about, it is not anxious about anything, but trust God. And so if you're not there yet, if you are you know, a person that is anxious, Just go to the Lord and let him know. Just tell him what is causing the anxiety for you. And when you cast your cares upon him, that's what he told you to do in 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast your cares upon him. And the reason being, because he cares for you. All right, so um, Colossians chapter 3, 15, as we deal with that tonight. God's peace ruling in our hearts. What does that look like? All right, so we're going to go now to Mark chapter 4 and verse 35 through 41. And this is an awesome story. Mark, and I love Mark. He's, he's my friend. You know, whenever I read the uh, story in the Bible, I always, you know, Mark, Luke, John. But I usually go to Mark because you get the action in Mark's gospel. So um, that's where I go if I want the action. I go to Mark. All right. So here in Mark chapter 4, I'm looking at verse 35 through 41. And it says here, On the same day when evening had come, he said, then this he is talking about Jesus, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. So Jesus made it plain that we're going to the other side. If Jesus says we're going to the other side, and that's where we are going, we're going to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great wind storm arose, and the wave beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow, That must have been a sight to see. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? I'll tell you who he is. He's the one who spoke and everything came into existence. By him all things were made. But this is so key. This part of the um, the verse 35 is so key to the whole thing. 
Because Jesus said, this was just not anyone saying, let us go to the other side. This was Jesus saying, let us go. Let us cross over to the other side. So if Jesus said that we're going to cross over and we're going to the other side, that is exactly what it means. It means that we're getting to the other side. So Jesus here, so when we have um, a, a situation of turmoil, um, we need to remember it doesn't doubt that um, God is in control. So a heart that is ruled by God's peace doesn't doubt that God is in control. God is in control. And it's just um, comforting when you think of it. And when you, if you've read your Bible and, and um, think of all the scenarios where the Lord Jesus came in a situation and came through and the situation was changed. We have a God like that. And so when we keep our mind, because remember, um, in Isaiah chapter 26, and I'm going to go there because um, I love the book of Isaiah. And he says, um, he, he will keep you in perfect peace. Not just regular peace here, perfect peace. If what? If your mind is stayed on him. And I'm going <clears> to <throat> look at it from the text here. In Isaiah Oh, and I'm in the wrong book. Isaiah, no wonder it was looking, not looking the way I expected it to look. Isaiah chapter 26. Awesome book, though, Isaiah. 66 chapters laid out like our Bible. 66 chapters in Isaiah. All right. And he says that he'll keep you in perfect peace. And then it tells you how. If your mind is stayed on him. So you have something to do in the, uh, here. He says, um, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. So that what we, that's what we need to be praying for. A stayed mind. A mind stayed on Jesus. Remembering that he's the prince of peace. That he rules the, the kingdom of peace. And he talks about my peace I leave with you not as the world give my peace I leave with you but here in Isaiah chapter 26 verses 3 and 4 it says you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you and then he tells you to trust in the Lord forever for in Yah the Lord is everlasting strength so just Knowing that you have a, uh, a situation that is going to bring turmoil, knowing the Word of God, going back to the Word of God and, and looking at it and reading what He says. Um, just like it says in uh, Philippians, not to be anxious for anything, but in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. We're going to take a break right here, and we'll be right back. Here's some great News. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare, and MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program. It's been around for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $2 billion of each other's medical bills, so they could help share your needs too. And best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is around 500 bucks a month. 
Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. There's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Mike Lindell, the CEO and inventor of MyPillow, wants to give back to WLQV listeners by offering deep discounts on MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special, you're going to see some impressive offers. Yes, offers with an S. For starters, MyPillow has a great body pillow. It used to be $85.68. Now when you use the promo code RUNTOWIN, it's $29.99. That's 65% off. That's incredible. They have other equally impressive Impressive offers under the radio listener special. Go to MyPillow.com, that's MyPillow.com, to access more discounts on other fantastic products. Or call 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, and make your order right now. And remember to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. What if I told you you could save a child's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you. By offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing insider. $140 can do that for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. There's no better time than now to save a baby's life. And right now, your gift is matched dollar for dollar, doubling your impact. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online at preborn.org slash radio. Praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome back to Bible Talk. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell here with you on this chilly um, Wednesday evening, um, just here as we deal with Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15, what it says about to let God's peace rule in your heart. And so far we have covered that um, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, to be anxious for nothing but with with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, to... um, Make our requests known to God and the peace of God. When we do this, this is the thing about Philippians chapter 4. You know, and when you read, if you get a habit of when you read a scripture, find out what you need to do. Because sometimes there's some things that you need to do. And so it tells us here to be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. So you see what you've got to do first? You, your job is to be anxious for nothing. And then, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And then, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, 
will guard your heart and mine through Christ Jesus. Now that is awesome because this peace, you know, in uh, Psalms 27 when David talks about wait on the Lord and to be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart because you see when you're going through a situation, your heart needs strengthening. And so when you come to God, in according to um, Philippians um, chapter 4 and 6 here, you are to be anxious for nothing. And that's easier said than done. But you go to the Lord and you let him know. Father, I'm, ca- I'm feeling anxious right now. And I'm asking because your word, your word said for me not to be anxious for anything. So I'm asking you to help me and show me how not to be anxious. Because he told you not to be anxious. So, of course, when you go to the Lord, this is a prayer that God's going to answer. Because he's the one that said it. In Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 12, it says that God stands over his word to perform it. So when you come to God and you bring his word to him, God honors his word. And so you bring it to him and you let him see, Lord, you said in um, Philippians chapter 4 and 6 to be anxious for nothing, but I'm anxious right now. And then, you know, but he said, but you said in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And then this is what happened after you do all that. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So a believer, we can go through some things and we can still have peace in the middle of the storm. We can still maintain peace because we know the Prince of Peace who rules the kingdom of peace. And he told us to be in perfect peace. We'll be in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on him. And so we want a stayed mind. And that's another thing we need to pray for, a stayed mind, asking the Lord to show us how to look at him, keeping our eyes on him in the middle of the storm. Because he promised, every promise that God has made in his word, he will honor it because he's not a man that he should lie. And so when you read the scripture over and over, God is not a man that he should lie. It is impossible for God to lie. Titus 1 and 2, God cannot lie. So if we have a God that cannot lie, it's impossible for him to lie. Then when he tells us something in his word, we know that we can take it to the bank. We can trust that word. That is awesome. All right, let me move on. I'm getting excited. The Prince of Peace. And this is a time of year when peace is needed. It is needed. And so we are looking at what the Word of God says about God's peace and when it rules in our heart, what it looks like. So a heart that um, has God peace, it's not anxious about anything. It trusts God for everything. And Philippians 4, um, 6-7 gave us that information. And then this mind, we look at the story of Mark chapter 4, verse 35-41. to 41 with the disciples on the sea of Galilee with Jesus, and the boat is about to sink. And they're saying, you know, Lord, we're going to perish. And I I believe they had seen Jesus at work. The disciple had seen Jesus at work. But it appears that this may be the first time that they had a situation which involved them. And so Jesus wanted to reveal himself to them. And so there they had the storm. He told them, that they were going to the other side. I mean, they obviously probably wasn't focusing on every word because if he said that they were going to the other side, that is exactly where they're going to go. 
And so if they had focused on that, maybe they would not have been so restless. All right, um, this peace, it should be present in our relationship. And in Psalms 34, um, David talks about how he's going to bless the Lord at all time, even in trials and tribulation. That's a time when the, it really shows up because when you can bless the Lord in your situation, anybody can bless the Lord when everything is going right. Money's in the bank. Kids are behaving. Um, anyone can act right. But can you have peace? Can you bless him in the middle of the storm? Can you do that? And so um, as we look here at um, Psalm 34, it said, Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Seek it and, and pursue it. We should have peace. It should be present in every situation and in our relationship. Seek the peace. A lot of time we don't seek peace. But you want to set out, if you're going to seek for something, you have made up your mind that this is what you're looking for, this is what you need. You're seeking it. Jesus said, if you seek and you'll find me when you search with all your heart. So it says here to depart from evil and do good and seek peace and pursue it. And so if peace is going to rule in our heart, we've got to seek the peace. We've got to seek it, pursue it, like it says here in Psalm 34, verse 14, seeking the peace. All right, as we continue to look at how we can have peace ruling in our hearts. Um, it comes, this peace comes from Christ alone. And we see in John uh, chapter 6, verse 33, and Jesus speaking, talking about this, this peace that he gives, not as the world give, this peace. All right, John 16 and verse 33, we may read into it, but um, just an awesome passage of scripture that I, I just love it. And so here Jesus answered them, and I'm reading from verse 31, of course. Jesus answered them, do you, know, do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, and now has come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I'm not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. You can have peace in the middle of the storm. If you have Jesus, he is the prince of peace. He rules the kingdom of peace. And if you have him, you can know peace. And he says here that you may have peace. In this world you'll have tribulation, but to be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And so Jesus is going. He says his hour is coming. When he's getting ready to go and look to the cross to die, taking our sin, nailing it to the cross. And here he has peace in the middle of that turmoil. He has peace. So you want to have, so that peace come from Christ alone. If you have Jesus, you have peace. And the reason I say that is because he is the Prince of Peace. And he rules the kingdom of peace. So no matter what is going on with you in your life tonight, that you would remember that you have, if, if, if you are a believer now, if you are a believer, you have the peace that you need to get through your situation. You have the Prince of Peace. And that is awesome. Our God, so peace. And, uh, you know, there's situations that are going to come that's going to bring your peace to pieces. But if you have 
the Lord Jesus in your life, you can have peace in the middle of the storm. And in the middle of your situation, peace can be yours to have. Let's go to Romans chapter 12 and verse 18. Get a little bit more information on how we can have this peace in the middle of the storm. It says here in um, Romans chapter 12, verse 17, and then we're going to go into 18. It said, Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. As much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. And so, in um, sometimes we have difficulties, we have um, arguments, and, you know, everyone has to right, be right. Everyone wants to be right, so it doesn't end well. But when you recognize that Jesus yielded his right when he was here on earth, then you can yield your right to be right all the time. But he said, if it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. And then it goes on to say, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will replay, repay. And so sometime in situation where it got, you know, it gets kind of heated and everything, you just write it down on your 4x4 index card, put the date on it, and write down how you're feeling, and you put it in that envelope because you have now given it over to the Lord. Because remember, the God of heaven tells us to call unto him. And he promised that he would answer and show us great and mighty things that we do not know about. In Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3, God, the God of heaven, the creator, he tells you to give him a call. Call unto me. Then he says, I will answer you. You will not get the busy signal. You will be answered by the Lord. And then not only will he answer you, but he's going to show you great and mighty things that you don't even know about. Now, that is awesome right there. All right, so we are continuing with the peace of God ruling in your heart and what that looks like. All right, the number to call here, I don't see anyone calling. I don't know if I didn't give out the number. The number to call here, 866-423-9578. Again, that number is 866 423 9578. Alright, and we're moving along here. Where does this peace come from? The source of this peace. You want to know. God's peace ruling in your heart. Where does this peace come from? And so to find that out, we're going to go um, to the, the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. Galatians chapter 5 and verse uh, 22 to find out where does this peace come from? We need this peace. I don't know about you. I need it. You need it. And so as we look at the Word of God, we will find out where we can get this peace. And we're going there now. In Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. 
So you, ha- you see, this is where this, the source of peace comes from. It is a fruit of the Spirit. So when you place your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and um, acknowledge Him as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit of God moves in. And now you can know that you're saved because you're now displaying these fruits. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That is the fruit of the Spirit. All right. Now, um, another thing about this peace that we need to have that rule, to rule our heart, this peace that comes from God promotes peace in others. Let's go to Brother James. Brother James, uh, chapter 3 and verse 18. James, chapter 3 and verse 18. I hope you're enjoying your fingers doing the walking through the Bible pages because that's where the action is. Okay, so here we are at Brother James, chapter 3 and verse 18. This is what it says. And it's interesting here. Um, I'm going to read um, starting in verse 13. It says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from ab- This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and evil, um, every evil thing are present. But here's a contrast. But the wisdom that is from God, from above, the wisdom that is from above is first, then peaceably, peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, Every, every, um, wait, is that, I lost my spot. Okay, first, the, the, the wisdom from above is pure, then peaceable. It's gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So if peace is going to rule in your heart, You've got to understand that you, that is a, uh, part of the fruit of the Spirit that we have. And then we look at the, the peace of God here and look at what it says about. So it promotes peace with others. This peace that comes from God promotes peace with others. That's how you can know the peace of God is ruling in your heart. And so this is um, an awesome thing to keep in mind as we go through the season to um, cultivate that peace, being anxious for nothing, but in everything, uh, with prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. We're going to take a break right here, and we'll be right back. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a back room of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one, and it's not a pretty sight. 
What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surrounddetroit.com. Surrounddetroit.com. Connecting you with new customers. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. It's been my opinion the world needs more babies and Christmas trees. Lots of people say Christmas is their favorite holiday, but I truly mean it. Multiple nativities and trees inside our home. Outdoors, another nativity and lights depicting Jesus as the light of the world. I'm not crazy about it, like the person with 10 cats crazy, but I truly love the celebration of Christ's birth. It's an excellent time to be a witness and ambassador for the Lord. A love for decking the halls and beyond is second to my love of babies. So working to protect them and their parents from abortion at Christmas time is the perfect job. Please join me today by being a witness for Jesus and a prayer warrior for his blessing of babies. Merry Christmas. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. They say the best is yet to come. But to help make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. Start by tuning in to the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett every Saturday at 1. Rick helps simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett of Barnett Financial and Tax every Saturday at 1. A radio show designed to end the greatest human rights injustice of our time. The Mark Harrington Show. Our goal is to restore the true meaning of equality, to include equal protection between the born and the unborn. The Mark Harrington Show. This radio program will allow you to become a part of a grassroots effort to intelligently respond to injustice. The Mark Harrington Show. Saturday morning at 8.30 on WLQV. Faith Talk, AM 1500 and 92.7 FM. Praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome back to Bible Talk. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell here with you tonight, and we are looking at God's peace ruling in our heart. What does that look like? The peace of God ruling in our heart. And as believers, this should be our mark. This should be a mark. It's one of the fruit of the Spirit. Um, Galatians 5.22 tells us that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, Guy, um, patient, I just lost my thought there. Uh, gentleness, self-control, above all else, you know, and to put on the peace that surpasses all understanding. So I am going to, um, I, someone had called and asked um, what the topic was, and the topic is God's peace ruling in our heart, especially this time of year when everyone is just running around and, you know, the malls are full and 
We are trying to get gifts and hustle and bustle. But we want to take a moment to recognize who we are and that we are believers in the Lord Jesus. And this is a mark of the believer, God's peace. And according to Colossians 3.15, it says, Let the peace of God rule in your heart. And so as we look at um, a few verses before that as well, too, because, you know, the whole context rule here. And um, just looking at what um, Paul says about um, God's elect, you know, we should um, put on the peace of God. And he talks a few things about a few things before he gets the, um, gets to the part here about uh, letting the peace of God in verse 15 uh, rule in your heart. He talked about putting off, you know, all of these things, um, you know, and then he says here in verse 12, and I'm going to cap in verse 12. It says, Therefore, as elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all else, but above all these things, put on love. And this is what the season's about, isn't it? Putting on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual song, singing with grace in your heart. And um, to answer my caller, I mean the person that called in, um, the scriptures that I mentioned earlier, um, dealing with this peace of God, and it's just awesome to just sit down and, you know, with your Bible, a cup of tea, and just look at what God says about the word of God says about peace. Jesus told us in John sixteen thirty three that his peace he'll give us, not as the world give, his peace. But here um, in Philippians 4, 6 and 7, God's peace ruling in your heart um, will give your heart that it's not anxious about anything, but trust God. Not anxious about anything. Can you imagine life not being anxious about anything? And, and um, Philippians tells you how to do that. He tells you with prayer and thanksgiving to make your requests known to God. This is how you get that peace. You come to him, you know, be anxious. First of all, it says, be anxious for nothing. And then it says, in everything, by prayer and supplications, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart. You see what you see the order of events here. You're anxious for nothing, and in and you you accomplish this by in everything, by prayer, and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Just go to the Lord and tell Him. Write it down. Put it in your impossible situation envelope. And I'm telling you. The Lord is just working with a lot of things that I've written down and laid out before him, and it builds my faith. Because when God answers my prayer, which he, and he answers every prayer, sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no. 
and sometimes it's wait. But when God answers, whatever the answer is, it's the best answer for my situation. And so with that, I can have peace as well because I know that I talked to the Lord about it. And before I forget, I am going to let you know that um, on Friday the 20th, this Friday, the 20th of December, at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministry, we are having the final Women Building Women program for this year. And it is going to be exciting. Um, Sister Andrea Durden will be our speaker, and she will be giving us a lot of insight. Um, the book that we have adorned, her, um, she'll be coming from that book. And um, just bring a friend, bring a dish, but if you don't have either of those, you can still come. And it's at 7 p.m. Friday, um, December 20th, at 7 p.m. at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministry. Um, you can come on down and join us. The ladies will be there, and um, I'm excited. I plan on being there myself. So we're just looking for you to come. So if you have nothing on your agenda on Friday evening, you may come on down to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministry where we are having women building women. And it will be a peaceful event. We are going to be letting the peace of God rule in our hearts. And as we fellowship with sisters, um, the final fellowship of the year. So you don't want to miss it. All right, back to our lesson. Let God peace rule in your heart. And the number to call, 866-423-9578. If you want to add a comment or ask a question, you can do that. All right, so it says God's peace need to rule in your heart. As believers, we do need to have God's peace because as Christians, God rules our heart. That's where he rules. That's, you know, and so we want him to have full reign of our hearts. And so it tells us how we can maintain this peace in our hearts. And so the first um, scripture I gave was Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. And it talks about it is um, the heart that is ruled by God's peace is not anxious about anything, but trust God in every situation. And that is, again, Philippians 4, uh, 6 and 7. Verses 6 and 7. And then it's a heart that doesn't doubt that God is in control. And the scripture for that was Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41, where Jesus told the disciples that he said to them, let us go to the other side. If Jesus says we're going to the other side, that is exactly where we're going, the other side. We don't need to fear. And so the disciples, of course, on the, on the way to the other side, a storm arose, and they thought they were going to die. And they, they, you know, they they went to Jesus, and you know, and Jesus got up and spoke, and said, "Peace, be still." And immediately, the storm ceased. He can do that in your life as well. We're going to take a break right here, and we'll be right back. Praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome back to Bible Talk as we continue our discussion on God's peace ruling in our hearts. And at this time of year, what a better time to talk about peace as we celebrate the birth of the Prince of Peace, the Lord Jesus. 
And so here, God's peace that needs to rule in our heart, and we um, went over. And if you notice in um, Colossians chapter 3, that um, each one of the qualities mentioned in this passage expresses itself in relationship. You see that? He talks about in verse 12, uh, first of all, the elect of God, holy and beloved, to put on tender mercies, kindness. It all involves relationship. And so around the holiday time, we deal with a lot of people. So put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long, long suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. And Jesus, even um, the Apostle Paul spoke about this in Ephesians uh, 4.32, to be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So we see that these qualities are uh, express themselves in relationship. You know, so the Christian life, this is how we are to live, how we are to treat people. You know, the quality of our relationship, this is what it's described here. Um, the tender mercies, the kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, forgiving one another. And then, you know, he says a whole lot, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do, must do. But above all else, put on love, because love bears all things, you know, endures all things. Love never fails. Above all else, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let peace, let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. He wants us to demonstrate that peace. And then um, in Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41, um, this heart that rules with peace doesn't doubt that God is in control. Always remember that the God of heaven is in control. And then a heart that is ruled with um, peace, it doesn't forget God's blessing and answers to prayer. And we did look at um, Philippians 4, 6 already. And um, it should be prese present in our relationship. This peace should be present in our relationship. Psalm 34 and verse 14. Also Romans chapter 12 and verse 18. And then the source of this peace, it comes from Christ alone. Christ alone. And he tells you that in, ver in John 16, 33. Jesus goes on to say that in this world we, we will have tribulation. We're going to have tribulation. But he says to be of good cheer. And it's good to know it because when you're expecting it, tribulation, we're going to have that. But he said to be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. So we can still have joy in the middle of the situation. Jesus had joy even for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. Because of that joy, he had peace. Um, so that joy, that um, peace comes from Christ alone, um, and it's pro produced by the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And then this peace that rules, the peace of God that rules in our heart, it promotes peace. It promotes peace with others. So you're not going to be a cantankerous, arguing all the time, fighting all the time kind of person. It promotes peace 
with others. So my question for you tonight is, does the peace of Christ rule in your life? If not, you're not living as Jesus really intends you to live. Give God your worries and concern. Write it down. Put it in the impossible situation envelope. Write it down, your concern. Ask him to replace them with his peace. This peace will not only calm your heart, but will also help encourage harmony between you and your Christian brothers and sisters. Peace is one of the things that mark us as believers. Love marks us too. Jesus said, By this shall all men know that you are my disciple, in that you have love for one towards another. But this peace, that the peace of God ruling in your heart, that is going to be another thing that people are going to see, that no matter what your situation, you have peace. No matter what comes your way, peace is ruling. Um, and so I pray that um, the caller, that you got all of those scriptures. If not, um, you know, you can call back another time and I'll give you the list with that. But the peace of God and then recognizing that we are in Christ who rules the kingdom of peace. You know, it tells us in Isaiah 9 and 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jehovah Shalom, he is our peace. And so peace is what we need in our heart. And peace in this world of um, turmoil that we live in now, um, every time you turn on the news, you're not getting peace. But when you turn into the Word of God and ask him, write it down, whatever you, the situation that is causing you problems right now, just write it down. Put it on index card. I trust me. You put it in an envelope, a big brown manila envelope. You write down on there that, um, you know, uh, the scriptures, casting your cares upon him because he cares for you. And that's another way you get peace when you cast all your cares on him. As soon as a problem come in, you get your cards out, you write it down, you put the date on it, and you drop it in that envelope. And the God of heaven will take care of your situation. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in tonight. And I'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.